Hello and welcome back to the Simplicity of Happiness podcast from Kizim Kasi in Zanzibar. Today with episode number 65 and me, Florian Hornig. And as always, you can call me Flo. as a teenager I thought that I might be very well equipped for some kind of um, ultra distance some ultra long distance endurance sport I thought I want to be a triathlete so I took swimming courses I went swimming two or three times a week I, I ran daily and I, I trained on my bike about twice a day and While doing that, I I still had my football training and school and work and friends. So was uh, quite a lot. But I always thought when, once I I'd focus all only on training, I'd be made for some kind of ultra endurance race and the training for that. Unfortunately, my my knees started to hurt so bad that I, I couldn't walk down the stairs for about six weeks. And I, I realized, well, you know, maybe people are just not made for running. We should. <laughs> well, sit in the office the whole day and stare on a screen, well, obviously... That's not the right thing either. And as I discovered or rediscovered beginning in 2010 is that, yes, we are made for running. This is what sets us apart from from other animals. On a distance of 60 kilometers plus, there's no animal on the earth that is running faster. So we not, we might not be the fastest on 100 meters. We might not be the fastest on 10K. But there is a distance when no other animal is able to be faster than the human being. And there might be some reason for this that there might have been a something called the persistence hunt for for millions of years where we were just able to track down animals and keep following them for so long and keep chasing them that they sooner or later are so exhausted that you could basically pick them up the floor. I didn't know that. I had to find out about this slowly, slowly by reading a lot about barefoot running and barefoot running books and I read the book Born to Run and I was working on my own running style didn't land on the heel I had to, to run on my forefoot again which my Achilles did not like at the beginning and so it took a lot of adaption time and then a lot of time to make my body used to to running long distances. Then I tried some ultras and I failed and 
get frustrated about it. I started all over again. I started running in the mountains. And by now, I I finished a couple of ultra-distance races. I I ran across the Alps last summer by foot. I am going to start at the Eiger 100K next year. Right after I come back from Zanzibar, so I have no idea how I'm going to do that, but um, I'm I'm doing my best to train for that, and uh, then I have a, an an easy run in the mountains and a 160 kilometers mm, try. Well, I'm gonna start there, and I do all I can to finish. I. I failed already twice on the 100 miles of Berlin because 160 kilometers is such a long distance. But going for that goal made me achieve so many other goals on my running agenda. It it, it, it made me fit again. It made me focus again. It made me live much healthier than before. It makes me eat much better before than before. It brought my body into much better condition because I realized that, yes, we are made for running, but only if we run with the whole body, if we adapt to running again. As we were meant to, that means you need to have a strong upper body and a very strong core body. So I'm training now for the last two and a half years on a regular basis, um, core training. So I improved and I think I'm in the in one of the best shapes I have ever been in my life. And all of this happened just because I set goals. And this is why I am recording this episode today. I called it what you can learn from ultra running ultra distance running um, and this is what happens on the left and on the right of your way while you're on your way I, I read a quote the other day that said be like a stamp stick to something until you reach your goal and I, I like that Expression, although there might be situations when it makes sense to reevaluate every once in a while whether this is still the right goal, whether you are actually still running in the same in the right direction, because you might have learned something new about yourself, about life, about your motivation. But let's say the direction is still correct, then keep working on that. Although I. Th I thought I was able to. I didn't start running a marathon. I, I had to start with roughly about three kilometers. But I did it daily. And then at one point I increased to five. And then at some point I increased to 10 kilometers. And then from the 10, you, I could worry, wary a little. So I could go a little more, I could go a little less, depending on the day, depending on my time. Mm, but I created a routine. And then I tried to increase the distance every second day or every third day so that I could meet my 
um, my my ultra distance that I was looking for for so long. And then I just thought, well, I'm going to give it a try. I registered for one and I gave it a try and I ran out of nothing 90. It was my first marathon though. And I ran out of nothing 98 kilometers. So two and a half marathon and then I had to quit because I couldn't move at all for maybe the next week. And I knew I would do it again. It was so amazing to push my boundaries although I failed yes I absolutely failed running the 160 kilometers but I could not have possibly somehow imagined how it's possible to run 100 kilometers straight out of with your own feet and from there on I knew it is possible and I, I, I did some distances that I would have never made before because it's it's it was psychological. It was mainly a psychological change that I, that I know, well, it's only a marathon left. There were times when I thought, wow, it's a marathon. I have, I can't do more than 20. And now it's like, well, it's, it's just a marathon. And if you go easy, you will finish. And this happened over years Literally over years, I started running again in 2010. I was training for my Sahara tour for 2013. I was in quite a good shape, but not for the long distance. And then I had to recover from um, some injury that happened to me because I did not know how to deal with a cramped leg and in the end it was something very easy it was just not enough magnesia and these are things that whatever your goal is you don't know before you start going for it what you're lacking and you will need to come to certain points where you where it looks like a failure but all it is is a feedback a feedback from your partners, a feedback from your customers, a feedback from your distributor, a feedback from the engineers or a feedback from the universe. And then it depends on you whether you take this feedback to improve and go back on the track and try running again, try a different running style, try a different shoes, try a different training before, try a different... Um, relaxation technique try to do something different mentally try to use some maybe supplements change the food change the change the sleeping when are you going to bed are you drinking a wine or not i mean it might seem as if it's no big deal if drinking a wine in the evening not being drunk just drinking one glass of wine for your training schedule but when you try it out you will see whether it will improve or whether it will go down and um, maybe it's about getting up an hour later or getting up an hour earlier so i'm not telling you at all how you have to train for your ultra race or that you have to do one at all but i would would like to i want to encourage you to to listen to yourself, what is it that you truly desire to do? 
It doesn't matter if you're afraid or not. What do you truly desire? And then go for it. And then collect the feedbacks and then implement the feedbacks into your training schedule. And learn to be persistent and we'll see what's going to happen next. And for today, listen to yourself what you want to do and how you want to start to work on that goal today. I hope to have you back here tomorrow and until then, please take care.